the whole small business space and kind of the online business world has gone through a lot of transition. It's important that we take our marketing back to basics, but why are you showing up? And I've kind of created the wrong niche for myself, but don't buy into the narrative just because it's what everyone else is saying. Because marketing, as I've just said, is about people and people are always changing. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 201 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, and today we're going to be talking about how to bring energy and intention back into your marketing. Now, I find marketing is a topic that you guys always want to hear about, and I always love talking about because it's a very big part of running a business. But I think especially at this time of year, it's a really relevant topic because for many of us across summer, we'll have maybe taken a bit of a break. As you know, I take a month off over summer, so my marketing basically takes a complete nosedive. So whether like me, you haven't been showing up for the last few weeks or months, or if you've just been taking a bit easy or just doing things a bit differently, I think this can be a time when we're all feeling right. I want to get back onto the metaphorical marketing horse. I want to get some more intention back into this. I want to be more consistent. Okay, how am I going to do that? I think marketing as a whole has gone through a lot of change this year. The whole small business space and kind of the online business world has gone through a lot of transition. I think lockdown was a very significant time for businesses and a very different time for marketing and the kind of transition out of that period, I think for a lot of us has been quite difficult. It's felt a bit sticky. There's been things that have felt new, maybe a bit uncomfortable. So it's my hope that in this episode, I can share four encouragements and four steps that are going to help you to kind of step back into your marketing with a bit more intention and hopefully a bit more energy. When I say energy, I don't mean that you should be kind of desperate to be showing up all the time and like absolutely loving it. But I just mean to bring a bit of life back into it. I think one of the worst things that we can do with marketing is we can over strategize and over complicate. I am a marketing strategist saying that because I think when we over strategize and we put too much detail into the planning and we think about it too much, we take the life out of it. It's important that we take our marketing back to basics and really remember what it's about. And that is the first step that I'd encourage us all to take is to remind ourselves what it's all about. Add it core, marketing is just a conversation. When we really take it down to basics, it's just having a chat, having a chat with your people. Generally, that's going to be your customers or your clients, both current and future. And having a chat with those people in order to connect them to who you are and what you do in the hope that they're then going to buy something from you. That really is what marketing's about. And I think when we take it back to basics, it immediately becomes less intimidating because it takes all of the fluff and all of the fear out of it. It doesn't have to be about big numbers. It doesn't have to be about competing with anyone else. It's just really about connection. Let's humanize our marketing. And remember that at the core of marketing, it's just about conversation with people. What I'd encourage you to do, and you can do this at any point with your marketing, you don't have to wait for the start of a year or start of a quarter to do this, is to really bring it back to basics. Re-clarify what your marketing goals are. Why are you showing up online? I think it can be so easy just to kind of fall into a rhythm and just be doing it because we do it or be doing it because that person on a podcast said we should do it or just be doing it because our competitor is doing it. But why are you showing up? What are your specific goals? This obviously taps into a wider conversation of actually knowing where your business is going. What is the big picture of your business? What's the big vision? What are your intentions right now? And how is your marketing going to help you to achieve that? As business owners and as humans, we need there to be a why in order for us to figure out the how. And that's what goals are. They're the why. They're the purpose. They're the end goal that we're trying to achieve. Once you've clarified that, 
that, I think it's then important to take it back to basics by really clarifying, right, who am I showing up for and what am I showing up with? You might have heard in the very chatty catch-up episode I did a couple of weeks back, I talked about my month off and how in my month off I started showing up on TikTok. I kind of just tried everything and anything. I had a go. And whilst it could have been viewed as successful because I got lots of views and I got some followers, it ultimately wasn't as successful as it could have been because I never did this step of defining who I'm actually showing up for and what I want to be showing up with. That meant that I jumped straight into the action without any real direction. Now, I don't regret that because I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot of lessons and I can definitely still pick it up from here. But that's a great example of how when you don't have intention, it's very hard to take the right action. Because I didn't define who I'm showing up for and what I'm showing up with, I accidentally became a travel TikToker and I've kind of created the wrong niche for myself. Again, not the end of the world. I can very easily pivot it, she says, hopefully. I'm sure you can watch and see how I get on. But that's why this is such an important step. Who are you showing up for and what are you showing up with? When you picture your ideal marketing success, if you were to meet your future self and they were to say, hey, marketing is going great, going really successfully, I'm loving it, it's achieving all of our goals. What would that person actually mean? What kind of people are you wanting to connect with? What kind of difference are you wanting your content to make? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to be known for? I know these seem like basic questions, but they're so valuable to either answer for the first time or answer for the 50th time and just remind yourself of. This is a step that I will be taking in the next couple of days. I'm about to transition into September. I'm actually recording this right at the end of my month off and I'm going to be taking things back to basics to make sure that I enter September with a really clear intention behind my marketing. Once I thought about my business vision and my business goals, I'm then going to set marketing goals, clarify who I'm showing up for and clarify what I'm showing up with. It's a really important step. Anytime we're feeling a bit disconnected or overwhelmed, take it back to basics and remind yourself what it's all about. The second thing I want to encourage you with is to see change as part of the process and allow yourself the space and permission to experiment. I'm going to say that again. I'd encourage you to see change as part of the process and let yourself experiment and give yourself permission to just give it a go. Something that I think is fantastic about the online space is that we get to all have conversations about what's going on and how we're feeling. But I think there can be a negative side to that, which is that we then talk so much about things that are going on that actually what's going on has a bigger impact than it should. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about here. There's been a lot of chat over the last month that I've been observing about Instagram. People saying Instagram's changing, Instagram's failed, everything's going wrong with Instagram. And I think there's nothing wrong with starting and facilitating and joining in on those conversations. It's good to know you're not alone. It's always interesting to hear other people's experiences. But something I'd encourage you with whenever you're seeing a kind of narrative going around about marketing is not to buy into it just because you think that's the way to be thinking or feeling. What I'm not saying is that your experiences are invalid. If you are actually feeling that, then absolutely, that's what you can feel. But don't buy into the narrative just because it's what everyone else is saying. I see a lot of conversations happening online that I just choose to disengage with in my head. I see it, but I just scroll on. I think that's actually not helpful for me. I personally don't find it helpful to see loads of conversations about, gosh, isn't Instagram failing? Or isn't marketing really hard at the moment? Or gosh, isn't everything going badly? Because for me, that just feels like a really negative, unproductive conversation. What I find more useful is acknowledging the challenges, but thinking more about, hey, what am I going to do about it? Rather than how am I going to spend more time talking about the problem itself? If you are not willing to constantly change, evolve and experiment, marketing is not for you. (laughs) And I say that with total love and compassion. None of us love the change all of the time 
time, but we have to embrace it. Part of marketing is change because marketing, as I've just said, is about people and people are always changing. The way they connect changes. What they want to see from businesses and brands changes. The online space, the way that we communicate, it changes. And what I'd remind you of here is that most of the time, those changes are positive. Think about when Instagram stories came around and we were all like, oh, it's another thing to figure out. We hate change. Keep Instagram as just the feed. I'm sure many of us would now say that if we didn't have stories, we would really dislike Instagram and our Instagram wouldn't be as successful as it was previously. I'm just using Instagram as an example here because I think it's a really hot topic one. But you see what I'm getting at here. See change as part of the process and try not to buy into those narratives that go around just because that's what everyone else is saying. I'm not denying that things aren't challenging at the moment and I'm not feeling those challenges as well myself, but I'm encouraging you to look more at the solution than you do at the problem. Which brings me nicely into my next encouragement, which is to lean into what you're good at and look for the easy wins. Something that I see happen a lot when we experience change in marketing is that we all think that we need to change everything about our strategy or we need to rip up the rule book and do things completely differently. And to me, that's not how I see change. I see change as evolution. You know, if you think about the evolution of humans, if that's what you believe, we did not go from monkeys into, you know, 2022 humans in one step. There were lots of tiny, tiny evolutions between those two extremes. And our marketing should look the same where we don't just go from one extreme to another overnight, but it is these subtle changes, which over time do add up to a lot of change. What I'm trying to say here is to not feel like you need to change everything or not feel like you need to do something completely different just because things don't feel like they're working. Whether you've been showing up for the last couple of months or the last few years, you are going to have a lot of things that you can learn from what you've already done. Instead of just thinking, gosh, I need to do everything differently. Let's rip up the rule book. Look at what's worked previously. It's what I do every time I go to plan is I start by looking back. Feels a bit counterproductive, doesn't it? Well, I'm looking forwards. Why would I look backwards? But when you look backwards, you get the opportunity to learn. When I'm planning out podcast episodes, the first thing I do is I go and look at the most downloaded episodes and I go and look at the review views and I go and look at your messages to see which episodes have been the most popular. I also look at the opposite, which have been the least popular. It's the same with later this week when I'm going to go and plan out how I'm going to create a more intentional TikTok strategy. I'm going to start by looking at everything I've posted so far. Sure, I've not experimented much with business content, but there'll be a lot that I can learn from the silly travel videos that I've posted over the last month. Lean into what you already know and what you're already good at. See where the patterns are, see what you can notice and keep doing that. It's so simple, right? Just look at what's already worked and do more of that. And look at what hasn't worked, maybe do a bit less of that or do the opposite of that. When you're sitting down to create your strategy, which let's just take all the fanciness out of that word, is just an intentional plan. Do it with as much data as possible. We had a previous sponsor on this podcast called Metrical. As I've talked about before, we have sponsors that I genuinely believe make a difference to our lives as business owners. One of the reasons that I love Metrical is that it makes it really easy to look at those stats and metrics and actually just see what's happening. I am amazed. In fact, I'm not really amazed because I see it so much that I just expect it now at how many business owners don't track any metrics. They don't have a central place where they're storing the numbers, whether that be numbers to do with their business, like their revenue, their profit, their costs, their growth, their 
lack of growth, whatever it may be, all more to do with marketing, where they may be looking at engagement and conversion. They don't have any of those stats anywhere. Now, if you're listening to this and thinking, oh gosh, she's absolutely talking about me. No worries. You don't have to stay that way. (laughs) Make one of your actions off the back of this episode to start tracking and storing those metrics because they aren't just pointless numbers. They're information. That data tells you what does and doesn't work so that when things are changing, you can lean into what is working and kind of hug onto that almost and kind of lean into that as your safety blanket. So that's the third thing I'd encourage you with is to lean into what you're good at and don't feel like you need to change everything at once. Keep doing the things that are already working for you, which is where data is your best friend. And then the fourth and final thing I want to encourage you with here, once you've got that strategy, once you kind of know what you want to be doing, you've got your goals, you've kind of figured out how you're going to use each platform is to plan enough, but not too much. Now, some people might think this is a bit of a controversial take, especially from someone who is a marketing strategist. So is a definite advocate for having a strategy and having a plan. But what I mean here is to plan to the extent that is useful for you. I see so many videos and pieces of content going around that tell you exactly how you have to plan. People are sharing spreadsheet templates or Notion templates where you fill in every little detail of your marketing plan. You don't just write down what content you're going to post, but you also figure out exactly what time you're going to post it and what hashtags you're going to have on it. And you create months of content in one day. And I'm not bashing that approach. I think that's a very detailed way to plan. And if that works for you, crack on. But if that doesn't work for you, don't feel like you need to plan in that way. I talked at the start of this episode about the importance of bringing energy into your marketing, about making it feel more human. I think one of the worst things we can do to our marketing is to suck all the life out of it by feeling like it needs to be planned within an inch of its life. When we plan things to too much detail and it's up to you to know for you what too much means, you will take the life and the soul out of your marketing. And all I'm saying is your audience are going to feel it. So one of the reasons that I don't batch create much content is because I just know that's not my content at its best. For me, planning enough, but not too much looks like having an outline each week of exactly what I'm going to talk about where and when, but not creating that content until I get to the day and also being open to changing the plan as I go. Some of my best content wasn't in the plan. It got made you know, off the fly, or I just had a conversation with someone which inspired it. And I quickly went and spoke about it. That's just my approach. Plan in a way that is going to help you. What approach is going to be best for you? What system is going to be best for you? What process is going to be best for you? Some people love a Notion template. I couldn't imagine anything worse than using Notion. Too complex for me. It feels like bullet journaling, but in a digital format. I love a spreadsheet. Spreadsheets feel simple. They do maths for me. It's all in one place. I don't have to add emojis to it. I love a spreadsheet me. Whatever works for you, do that. Jumping back to my last point of leaning into what you're good at, remember what has helped you in the past. If you've had times with your marketing where you've thought, oh God, I was smashing it then. I was so consistent. I was so on it. Why? What were you doing? What was helping you to do that? If you trip up when it comes to the implementation, and this is the bit you find difficult, there's an episode that we posted in a summer school series, which I believe was the final episode about timekeeping and productivity, which I think you'll really appreciate. It will bring you back to basics and remind you of the things that help. So if the implementation and the action is what you struggle with, go and have a listen to that because I think that will really help you. So there we have it. Those are my four encouragements for how you can 
can bring more energy and intention back into your marketing. To remind you, you want to number one, remind yourself what it's all about, redefine your goals, who your marketing is for and what you're showing up with. Number two, you want to see change as part of the process and give yourself permission to experiment. Number three, you want to lean into what you're good at and do not change everything at once. And then finally, you want to plan enough, but not too much and plan in a way that is going to support you. I so hope that you have found this episode useful. I'd be really interested to hear how you're feeling about your marketing at the moment, what you've thought of this episode, what you've taken away from it. And of course, any other things that you want to hear marketing wise on this podcast. There are now over 200 episodes and many of those are about marketing. So if you are feeling stuck, have a scroll through the archives. I'm going to bet that you will find at least one episode that will meet you where you're at and give you what you need to move forwards. So that's it for another episode. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. I'll be back next week with a really exciting guest episode. It's one that I recorded a few weeks back and I'm so looking forward to just listening back to it myself because the guest shared so much expertise. So make sure not to miss out on that. It'll be out next Tuesday. And in the meantime, keep showing up, let it be imperfect and you do you.